0: Oh, hey, I'm so glad you're back in the archive checking out this episode. I wanted to give you a heads up that while the episode you're about to hear may be a little bit older, we still stand behind all of our advice and actionable takeaways. However, we may mention resources that are no longer available. The best way to get our up-to-date resources is going to feelgoodretail.com podcast and checking out what we have there. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. Hey, welcome to Retail for the Rest of Us, a podcast for indie retailers. Hello, my indie sweeties. I am coming at you from our summer podcast hiatus. Planning to return with an amazing full season later this fall. It is going to be so good. I cannot wait to share it with you. But I've got to be honest, surprisingly, and not so surprisingly, I'm missing the podcast game. And more importantly, I'm missing getting to talk to you every week. And I know that this is the time where many of you are starting to get that back-to-school motivation mixed with, holy shit, it's almost the holidays type of feeling. And I just wanted to pop some quick snack-sized bonus episodes into the feed to help you warm up for the busy season. It's going to be like physical therapy for your business. We got to stretch. I don't want you to pull a hammy. (laughs) It just so happens that this little group of episodes will also be contained within a moon cycle. From new to waxing to full to waning all the way to new again, meaning we get to do my favorite thing, work both cyclically and practically to move towards our desired outcomes. It's going to be really fun, and I'm so excited to get to share it with you. So without further ado, let's get into this week's bonus episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our super special summer series that has yet to be named. Uh, I'm so excited to be back with you and talking this week about the waxing moon as well as content, a thing that we all think about, talk about, make, worry about all the time. Or maybe that's just me, but um, since Instagram is on the top of everyone's mind, especially since they announced that they are quote unquote no longer a photo sharing app but will be prioritizing things like shopping and video and the creator accounts that have um started to get more popular it's definitely something that i think a lot of small business owners particularly those with no team or very small teams are really concerned about and i totally understand why because hello, you don't want to be doing more work. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Facebook and Instagram's business model is to sell ads against the attention that your content is creating for them, right? So the goal is for us to be utilizing these platforms, entertaining users, educating users, keeping users on the platform so that Facebook and Instagram or, you know, Daddy Zuckerberg can sell ads to the eyeballs that we have driven to the platform. And that's a pretty, you know, pessimistic view. And I think there's a lot of awesome things that come out of these social platforms, not just Facebook and Instagram, but TikTok and Twitter and Pinterest and all these platforms that allow us to connect with creators or connect with each other and find mutual understanding and community and inspiration. So I don't want to be a total Debbie Downer. But I do want to talk this week specifically about doing more with less, because I think that there is always a shiny object in front of us when it comes to creating content, particularly if we are business owners, right? Our business is not to be a content creator. And that's not to say that there's anything better or worse about being a you know, a retailer versus a content creator. But I think it's a really specific um, delineation that we have to make. And one that's increasingly difficult to make when these platforms treat all of their users like creators. So you have to remember, first and foremost, Instagram is not your flagship, right? Your business exists in your brick and mortar shop, on your e commerce shop, in the pop ups that you participate in in the wholesale products or the wholesale platforms that you sell on. Your business is not Instagram, right? And that can be super, super challenging to keep top of mind because it's like this ever present force. (laughs) I don't know about anyone else, but I definitely wake up in the morning and among the first few things I'm thinking about is like, what's happening on instagram today i'm checking instagram i'm consuming content on instagram i'm thinking about i want how i want to post how i want to show up there how i want to connect with my audience on instagram and it's a job that's never done right it's like it's like grocery shopping you know like just when you go to the store and you do the thing, you get all your groceries home. And then two days later, you're like, damn, I need to go back and do that task again. You know, it's never ending. It's like laundry. It's like the grocery store. And so I want to talk a little bit about that today more from less from a content strategy perspective, and more from a like mindset and almost like giving you giving all of us permission to just simplify our content strategy. Because I think that we are at a period of time where like, yes, there are a lot of platforms, right? You have your main flagship, you have your business, which exists outside of these platforms. However, you're using social platforms, your newsletter, um, all these kind of tools in your toolbox, to promote and market and get in front of customers, which is obviously critical, right? We don't have a business if we don't have customers. But I think that, if I may, <laughs> we are overemphasizing the importance of being everywhere and we are doing many things we're doing too many things. Let's just say that we're doing too many things. And that's taking away energy from really being strategic and really being in this place of feeling like creatively inspired, right? I often say to clients, like, obligation is a really terrible place to create content out of, right? And it makes the platforms itself as a user... Again, I'll speak from personal experience. I'm not loving being on Instagram right now (laughs) as a user, you know, my business aside, I'm not loving being on there as a user because it feels very much like everyone is now creating reels because they were told they have to create reels, right? They don't feel fun. They don't feel organic. They don't feel inspired. They just feel like people who are following directions, which there's nothing wrong with that necessarily, but it also doesn't feel exciting. It doesn't feel inspiring. And maybe you're noticing that too. Maybe you're, you know, not as engaged as a user on that platform. And I think that's important to pay attention to, because in these social media sites, especially, we are very likely creators and consumers. And so it's important to note how your relationship with the platform is evolving, because you're likely not alone. (laughs) Right? So, that being one, one side of it, right? Obligation is a really difficult place to create out of because marketing is energetic, right? Marketing, especially through these little teeny tiny screens we carry around with us everywhere, we want to feel some kind of emotion. We want to feel inspiration. We want to feel connection. And we want to feel that like spark that the person who made the thing was excited to make the thing, right? Like, I don't want to watch you doing a weird TikTok dance if your heart isn't in it. (laughs) And so I think that's really important to keep top of mind. And the reason that I wanted to talk about content today is because we're in this waxing moon phase, right? So last week, we talked about the new moon and about brand and getting really grounded in our brand purpose and our vision. And hopefully that kind of stoked the fire of inspiration in your belly, right? It reminded you, why did I start? What am I here to do? What is my business all about? And this week with the waxing moon, we're talking about growth, right? So we go from new moon to the moon is waxing. Every night it gets a little bit bigger. There's like feels like there's effort, there's energy, there's growth behind that phase, right? We're watching it in real time. And what I think is interesting about content is it does feel like that, right? It can either feel like the hamster wheel, where like, oh my God, I can't wait to get off this ride. Can I ever get off this ride? And simultaneously, there are also these really beautiful moments of like, oh my God, that really clicked. Like something really happened there. And I felt really excited. My audience felt really excited. People were sharing it. I obviously hit something that was more than just like a pretty photo. And that feels really good right? That feels amazing. That's marketing at its best. Those are some of my favorite moments in entrepreneurship personally. But the thing that I want to (laughs) consider is about this pacing, the idea of pacing, the idea of simplification, And so rather than spinning our wheels and feeling like we have to try out every new platform, we have to do everything by the books, reading all the, you know, articles and um, stories and advice on how to like beat the algorithm or win the algorithm or conquer the algorithm um, on some of these platforms. I want to maybe try and reframe like, what if you just showed up? and created the things that really excited you, right? Odds are your ideal community and you share a lot of values, a lot of, um, you know, sources of inspiration, a lot of feelings around the kind of content you want to consume and how much of it you want to consume and where, right? So you want to think a little bit more energetically about who you're creating for, because it's not for Mark Zuckerberg. I'll tell you that it's not like, yes, there's, you want to play quote unquote, by the rules of these platforms. However, your audience is not the team at Facebook, your audience is your ideal community. And so when we're thinking about this waxing moon phase, like it takes a week to get to the first quarter moon, which is where we're at today, um, when I'm releasing this episode. So it's slow. It's a little bit more intentional. It's not like we go from new moon to first quarter moon overnight. Literally, we don't. It takes a week. And then it takes another week to get to the full moon. So it's really about intentional pacing and showing up in a way that is sustainable. And so obviously, in terms of business, there's a lot There's a lot of roads to go down, especially with retail, especially with fashion to talk about sustainability from an environmental standpoint. But I want to talk a little bit about sustainability from an energetic standpoint, from the standpoint of your resources beyond just money, but your energetic resources inside of your business, whether it's just you or you have a team of, you know, three or five or 10 people who you are relying on to put their energy into the business. And if we stop and think about how much energy goes into some of these platforms that aren't really resulting in the kind of feedback or the kind of um, outcome that we are hoping for, then it's time to recalibrate, right? And that's not to say it has to be sales. I think that there's kind of a miss, not a misnomer, because that would mean it was named incorrectly. And (laughs) I don't think that this phenomenon has a name, but I think it's, um, challenging because a lot of times we think about when we think about marketing, we think about energy being put out, content being put out and dollars coming back, sales coming back. And there's a lot more steps, right? There's a lot more steps along the way. Um, I have an article on um, the journal on our website, which I'll link in the show notes about marketing a single product seven different ways, because people need to see things multiple times. People need to see your brand, be exposed to your brand, exposed to you, exposed to your values, exposed to your product so many times before it really sinks in. And I think it's really easy to forget that when you're the one creating the content. And this is kind of that juxtaposition or dichotomy or relationship between marketing and being a business owner that's especially challenging because you live inside your business every day, right? That is your environment. It is your world. It is on your mind. You understand everything so deeply that it can be really challenging to remember what others don't understand, right? Like Because they don't live inside your business 24-7. So the reason I'm bringing all of this up is because I think I've seen, especially, I mean, this has been a trend for quite some time, especially, let's be honest, we're not at the end of new platforms, right? There's always gonna be, in fact, I think there will be increasingly more social media platforms as the years go on, right? Like we're getting increasingly more online There's a lot of investment in tech and connection and community in a digital space. And so we're going to have to learn to adapt and understand which platforms work for us and feel great creating content on and feel aligned with our audiences and which don't and feeling really secure in that decision. So I want to kind of encourage all of you this week with the waxing moon, to do a little bit of analysis and to think about the role that each of these platforms play inside of your business. And odds are they aren't going to mean direct sales. Sorry to say, they probably won't. Maybe certain platforms, like maybe you use Pinterest to get in front of a new audience, right? To get in front of new people who are Interested in the same kind of things that your brand is interested in. Maybe you use Instagram as more of a community platform or behind the scenes to remind people that you're a small business and to have those one-to-one connections. Maybe you're utilizing DMs. Maybe you're utilizing stories and it can feel more, um, more connective. Maybe you're using TikTok to just like be hilarious and, or like show a different, less serious, less polished side. And all of those things are really important. You know, sales, <laughs> sales aren't the bottom line, but they also are the bottom line. Um, but social media in and of itself are tools to show these different refractions of your brand, these different reflections, these different angles, and really give complexity to the mission that we talked about last week to those vision to that vision to those values you get to utilize these platforms in this kind of prismatic way to express that core value that core beam of light right and so this week i want you to give yourself i'm giving it to you if you need it from me but i would also love for you to give yourself permission to really simplify how you're showing up. Maybe that means going back through and looking at the content that has performed really well, using insights, using analytics, using your, you know, Google analytics dashboard, whatever it is, look at, you know, on Instagram, for example, most liked, most commented, most shared, most saved, most website clicks, all of those indicate a different kind of piece of the puzzle. And so it could be interesting to look at what content performs really well for you and try to do more of that, right? Rather than starting from cold every single time and wondering, oh my God, what the hell? Like maybe begin to create that architecture, that structure that your marketing can exist within. And then on the flip side, I want you to go back through maybe the last six months, maybe all of 2021's marketing so far, and think about what are the things that felt really, really good to make, that inspired you, that got you excited, that really made you feel seen or fully expressed. And again, marry those two concepts because what performs and what feels good, there's sometimes overlap and sometimes there isn't. But it's important to have both represented, right? Because you are whole and you are full. And sometimes the things that feel really good to make haven't really totally been made or expressed before. And they need some time, right? Or they're connecting with the right people, not necessarily the most people. So this week with the Waxing Moon, I want you to give yourself permission to go at the pace that works for you, to use the platforms in the way that they work for you, And give yourself permission for that to be enough, that to be exactly enough and see how that feels. See how it feels to just show up the way that you want to show up as opposed to the way that you think you should um, or the way that Adam from Instagram says that you should and See if that relieves any pressure, see if that relieves any stress, see how that performs. I'd be really interested to hear about this experiment and I'm excited to see what you create and I'm just cheering you on as you find ways to represent your brand and also take care of yourself. Are you ready to grow your shop, but you know you need solid systems to get where you wanna go? Are you hoping to expand your team, but really aren't sure exactly what or how to delegate? Are you suffering from shiny object syndrome, constantly moving from project to project, feeling burnt out, but not seeing the results that you want? Well, I've got you covered. Our four week course, The Feel Good Foundations is opening its doors in early September. Inside, I will teach you the exact strategies that have helped indie retailers just like you scale to multiple six and even seven figures. Each module focuses on one of our foundations, brand, content, sales, and experience, helping you build an unshakable, rock-solid base for your shop to grow upon, no matter how big your ambitions. If you're interested in learning more, getting early access, and $250 off, you'll wanna hop on the waiting list www.feelgoodretail.com waitlist. You can also click the link in the show notes. I can't wait to cheer you on as you build the shop of your dreams.